Welcome to everyone that has joined us. You are in for a treat. Today. A double treat. A double treat today. Um, we'll tell you. We'll tell you in a second. First, let's get the formalities out of the way. Uh, welcome to two canters walk into a bar. As is the new, as is the new normal. Um, we are just not walking anywhere. We're not going. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. But we are. We wish we could be in a bar. We do have our old fashions as usual. One more time, Penny. L'chaim. And uh, but you know we will get back to it soon. I am Cantor Matt Axrod of Scotch Plains, New Jersey, and I am here with the radiant, oh, and ever luminescent. Oh, I'm Cantor Penny Myers of from Buffalo, New York, and at Buffalo, the time of this taping, and at the time what, of the, and what? At the time of this recording, yes, I have two words I want to say out loud publicly. Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Okay. All right. All right. So, I, I mentioned it, I mentioned in the previous episode I'm not really a football follower, but um, you know, just it's all good. Yeah. We're so, <laughs> I know it's it's kind of a schmoopy day here in Buffalo. It's all gray. Don't even. It's always gray in Buffalo. It's no, Buffalo. It is not. It is not. What do you mean. All no. right. Anyway. So, yeah. so Pen Penny, the, the episode that we have in store oh. to, for everyone today, oh. something that you and I have talked about from the very beginning. Yes. Something we have talked about doing from the very beginning. We yes, are yes. welcoming not one, but two very special guest stars. This is going to be the episode where we finally bring oh. in our spouses. Yes. And oh you, my will God. Get to, you will get to meet, well, in my case, you're going to get to meet the beauty behind the beast. Uh, yes, that that would make sense for you. Yes, and and in your case, um, my equal. Oh, nice. Okay. You like that? Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, but um, but I I think this will be uh, a, a very enlightening uh, episode. I think people will get a different perspective on what it is like <laughs> to be married. Not only to be married to clergy that that's that's one thing for sure, but. Yeah. What's it like to be married to a couple of canters? Oh my God. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am hoping that my husband brings up our Friday night benching session. <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, we'll see. You know, this is like, this is like the newlywed game where, where we try to guess the answers ahead of time. And then we find out, you know, we should have done that. We should have said, here's what we're going to ask our spouses and then figure and then, well, and then to see what they really like answer. I know I said to Bennett, I'm not telling you anything of anything. Just here's a Zoom link. And he's he wanted to be together right next to me. I'm like, it's, it's not the same. Right. It's, it's not the same. Right. It, 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 for effect, it works much better. And, and of course, I didn't tell Tali what anything that we're going to be talking about. So anything oh. anything that you hear today or see or hear today <laughs> is so all spontaneous, prepared. unplanned, unplanned, never discussed. Nope. So listen, our guests are ready to join us. So I'm going to, without any oh, further God. ado, we're going to welcome our special guest stars. Okay. Hey. 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 <laughs> I would hey, like to formally welcome. <laughs> Bennett, you got to unmute. Oh, <laughs> leave it to the Penny, neurologist. Penny's background. Marriage works. Okay. So Penny Dr. has an Bennett, enviable background. 
let, let's let's introduce each other's spouses. I'd like to uh, introduce Dr. Bennett Myers and Penny. Wow, our room is a mess. Penny, Penny, introduce yes. Tali, please. <laughs> oh, yes, I'd like to introduce another doctor, Dr. Tali Axelrod. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Nice Dr. to see you all. James, okay. New Jersey. Canter, canter, doctor. Canter, doctor. We're... <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you for taking time out of your busy Sunday afternoons to join us. Um, this is, I was mentioning before you guys came on that this is an episode that, oh yeah, first of all, this is most important. What's everyone drinking? I don't have a beverage. Don't have a beverage. Oh, epic fail. Holly, do you, you, you oh, oh nice. all right. Well, L'chaim. L'chaim. Okay. Glad you were able to join these yeah. two canters in a bar. Thank you. So as I was mentioning before you guys came on, this is an episode that Penny and I have talked about doing forever. Forever, forever. the spouse is on. Um, and I'm sure people watching are just like completely sick of watching the two of us. So this is going to really help our ratings. Come Thank on, you so man, much. completely sick of watching you. <laughs> so first thing I, I wanted to ask is, I mean, just sort of a, a, a basic question. What's it like being married to a canter? Oh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you had to know. You had to know this was coming up. <laughs> Oi. What what what's it like, and has it changed over the years? I think it Tell has it. a good good and bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I guess I should have been more diplomatic. It's good and it's. Um, challenging. Way to, way to tell it like it is. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. I mean, being being married to clergy. I mean, yeah. Obviously, there are challenges. I mean, we, yeah. We that, I mean, yeah. I think the good part is Matt was very much a part of the boys' lives and was available at different hours, and we were able to have family time in different ways that other families couldn't have. And I think there's a lot of meaning and beauty in going to shul and looking at Matt and, you know, for me as the spouse, that's amazing. But for the boys, I know that that's especially amazing to them. And that that's very moving to both because of them. Because your boys are all you. That's why your boys. Are all you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all question the, um, the, uh, genealogy. Your I, boys. Yeah. I, I, I married so far above. You totally I, married I, I get, oh I get a crick God. in my neck every time I, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, especially as the boys move into their 20s, like they're actually able to articulate that and the meaning for them, like Judah's in London for the year and he's really upset at the prospect of not being in Shoal with Matt to hear him daven for holidays. So I think that's, those are like the beautiful parts of it that I think are really meaningful. On the other hand, though, he was able to tune into the live stream right. this year. So at least he, he got, he got that. Bennett, what say you, what do you, what do you think? So I think that the um, uh, part that I really love about it is that, you know, I'm married to a superstar. Um, anywhere you go. Oh, you, you could have said that, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Oh, that was a cut. Uh, anywhere you go, you know, I, you know, Penny obviously is very famous. You know, everywhere we go, there she is. Canter Penny, Canter Myers, Candy Pe Canter Penny, Canter Myers. Um, and so that's just awesome. That's just awesome. Um you know, I tend to like to kind of fly below the radar a little bit anyway. And so that kind of allows me to do that where, you know, she's the superstar in the marriage and we go out and about everyone recognizes her and no one recognizes me. And I'm very happy about that. Um, the flip side of, of that, of course, is, as Tali knows, I'm sure, is that, you know, when you're married to a clergy person, you know, you share them. I mean, everybody feels part ownership of their canner, of their rabbi, of their, you know, name your clergy person. Um, and so, 
part of the deal is you, uh, you know, you, you share them with the wider community. Um, and that, that takes a little bit of getting used to, I think. I mean, I, after a while I did, um, you know, I, I will say that we did get married under false pretenses though, because okay. when we got married, Penny told me she was going to become a music teacher. And I said, Oh, this is great. You know, she'll be in, you know, she'll I'll be home the off. From school. <laughs> what was that? I'll have the summers off. Yeah, you'll have the summers <laughs> off, you know, vacations will be easy to plan. She will have weekends. weekends off, yeah, weekends <laughs> off. Like, this is going to be so easy for me. You know, I'll be able to go do my doctor thing, whatever, and she'll take care of the kids. It'll be great. It'll be a traditional uh, uh, traditional marriage. Um, and then I think six hey, months after gotta, we got married. You got to stop that plan. traditional marriage thing because you know. <laughs> well, that was just what you had told me. But the I, plans change, and that's all good. I'm just going to mute myself for a minute and just let this play out. Totally. <laughs> keep going, Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> what, is, is the hole deep enough? <laughs> Bennett, you know what's funny? I listening to you talk about the ownership aspect. I really wonder if there's a large difference in um, the male versus female mm. clergy because. I totally don't feel that way at all. Like, I don't feel like I had to fight with the congregation or share mad or that there was, I didn't have that sense at all. And I think there probably is more of a proprietary feeling when a congregation has a female clergy person. Hmm. Hmm. Why do you say, that sounds kind of sexist, but you're well, wrong, right? It, it, I'm saying that. I'm saying right. that there probably is an element of sexism here at play. Yeah. Well, I think it's also Penny's nature that Penny very much, you know, she puts herself out there and she very much, you know, and I'm saying, you know, I'm not putting you down at all in that as far as, you know, as far as how uh, engaged I know Penny is where it's, I mean, when she is out there and a congregation comes up to her, like they get 100% of her attention until they're done talking. Mm -hmm. And that can be a while with Jewish people, of course. And so, you know, I, I imagine this is something that all clergy people struggle with is like, how do you draw those boundaries? Where are those boundaries? Like if I'm out to dinner with my family, is it, oh, hey, how you doing? I'll see you at shul. Or is it, you know, five minutes, 10 minute conversation? And, 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 and we all have stories, don't have we? That conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, 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 were, oh, we, were, we were at the diner once. And <laughs> I think we were with both boys, Matt, or one, one of the boys. And one of the congregants literally came over and kind of like clear her, the places, like moved our food aside so she could sit down. And it have never a happened before. Like that. And it you was know, so and, bizarre. And, and and you know, we're socialized to be polite, even you know, clergy or no, you know, you just don't. You, you have to be polite to people. Um, so yeah, it was all the time. Luckily, that sort of thing doesn't happen right. a lot. But but more typical is if I'm just out doing the food shopping, and I see somebody. From the congregation in the supermarket, you know, I mean, hi, how are you doing? Whatever. But wait, every wait, now and then wait, it's yeah. like, it's like, how's my kid doing in bar mitzvah lessons? Yeah. Or, yeah. Which or, supermarket? Which supermarket? Yeah. I go to ShopRite in New Jersey. ShopRite. If you are watching or listening, this is a perfect opportunity for you to this help all the time. sponsor our episode. <laughs> this is all the time. <laughs> this is what I do. Who's going to want to sponsor a podcast where the host keeps on interrupting the other host? Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, cheers, Lachaim. But but it's you know, it, and it's like, or I I called the temple office and nobody got back to me or something like that. It's like I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, does that happen a lot? It does not. It does yeah. not. But it but it has. It yeah. has happened. Um, you know, I mean, Penny, it's probably the same thing with you. You know, when we're out and about doing our our non temple routines and our errands and stuff, we don't 
you know, we just want to, we just want to do our thing. We don't want to necessarily in, engage, yeah. but we have in, to. In Buffalo, it's a very hard thing um, because it's, you know, a big city, but it's a very small Jewish community. And, and even with my work in the interfaith community, it's, you know, just constant. But my kids, Bennett, I don't even know if you know this, but the kids, <laughs> careful, the kids devised a way to get me out of, you know, stage five clinger conversation. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, did they have like a code word or something? Yes. At 30 seconds into a conversation, they will say, dad is on the phone. He needs to talk to you. Tally, why do we never think of this? Oh my God. That's so smart. Totally. I've been a cantor totally. for 30 Bennett, years. You know, I can't Bennett believe I never thought of this. All the time. Every, Bennett calls me every five minutes in Wegmans. So your kids just came up with that idea? Yeah. That's really smart. You guys have like well, a family. They were really annoyed by it. It's, it's a safe word, yeah. basically, for yeah. the family. Safe word. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need one. I got to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think we had one at some point for like when... Uh, Mango. At, at Temple. Mango. Yeah, there, no, there, that was a different safe word. But I think we had something at Temple at one point where you, you would wait, say wait, it if wait. the conversation was going on too long. Wait, 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 Bennett, Bennett, Bennett. When you just said that, was the other safe word? Do you not see how Matt is like? I have a wrong idea. No, no, no. He's thinking of the third safe word. Oh, that would be midget. I'm, I'm, watching, our, I'm watching our Nielsen ratings as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sexual um, content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this podcast contains explicit content. Bennett, I'm sorry, what was it? So, in Tali and Bennett, do you think, have you guys ever felt under pressure to assume a certain role or to be more observant or more present or come to show or participate in all the activities or whatever more than you would normally want to, um, you know, just feel that you need to because that's your role and, it, and the optics are good um, or it's just something that you have to suck up in order to, to support your spouse? Let you go first this time. Okay. Um, well, I think definitely early on in our marriage, I definitely found myself going to temple more than I would have otherwise that, you know, I think, I don't know, at least for me, you know, I kind of grew up going to temple maybe once a month or something. And that was seemed like the right frequency to me. And that was kind of my plan as far as that I was going to continue to do it. Um, but, you know, as it turned out, Penny was going to go to temple a lot more than that. And so, you know, so I felt a, a certain amount, I mean, not, Pressure's probably not the right word, but, you know, I wanted to be there with her. I wanted to see her do her thing. Um, but the kind of the bigger question of the, the clergy spouse role, which traditionally, of course, was done by a woman, you know, the, the Revitson, who, of course, you know, whose role it was to know the entire congregation and the ins and outs and whatnot. Sisterhood and everything. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, and that I felt a, a little bit of pressure in that regard. But the, the problem is, Penny's far better at that role than I ever could be. And so it never made a lot of sense um, to try to take that on. And so I kind of felt like if I was there and I brought the kids and I supervised the kids and, you know, when, the, you know, we have three, of course, and, you know, when they were young and whatnot, keeping them all under wraps and doing their thing during services wasn't easy. So, you know, so I felt like, you know, Penny doesn't need my help socializing, knowing the congregants, knowing the ins and outs with them. If I'm just there, being there, having the kids there, sending, setting a positive, you know, kind of parental figure, spouse role model, I thought that was good enough. And, and, and Penny never pressured me to do more than that. 
now. Tally, what do you think? I think when the kids were younger, I really wanted to be there and wanted them to be a part of the service and see dad and Shul and just um, create that Jewish family and community together. Um, but it was hard because I had two kids that were, you know, very rambunctious boys and they were super active. So I also felt um, under great pressure to just get them out, whisk them away quickly if they started to make noise or depending on their age, what kind of noise they were making. So I was one of those people that just immediately, eh, and I grabbed them and took them out. So I was like in the service, out of the service. Um, that was a little stressful, but I I wanted to do that. And I, I think that's probably why the boys to this day really enjoy listening to Matt and be being a part of everything. Yeah, I think I got off the hook a little bit in that regard. And and, and again, this is probably because of a traditional gender role thing. You know, I yeah. think there's there's an assumption, well, yeah, you know, I'm the husband, I'm the doctor, whatever. I have my I have the job. I don't think there was the same maybe expectation that there would right. be as a uh, you know, as, as the female clergy spouse. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think that's huge. Um and and I also think that I wonder how much extra scrutiny the the clergy spouse comes under for keeping the kids behaved a certain way. Oh and, right. And, yes. um, you know, and so we're spring loaded because God forbid anybody's talking about, Oh, you know, you hear the, all the noise they were making. And um, so it's a double-edged sword. They want you to come to show, but right. then, you know, but your kids need to be behaved a certain way. Except yeah. for, I mean, I, the thing is, I think, I think I got over that except for like a cottage. Like if they're, you know, making noise mm -hmm. or whatnot, like I would give, the kids and or my husband at times the the classic penny death look the, <laughs> from the bema i mean i would be sweating wow. sweating um but it's stressful me, too yeah. me too but that <laughs> just means i was leading you know a prayer <laughs> yeah but i actually wonder about that for the two of you like was it stressful for you guys watching us sort of manage what yeah. was happening and yeah. being nervous that it was challenging for us, but also being nervous that the kids were going to be. I was never nervous that the kids were going to misbehave because I knew that you would never like, because I knew what you were going that. through, right. but it was, it was very stressful for me and, and probably for Penny also, because we knew what pressure, you know, I know what pressure you were under and that, you know, you had either you had to come to Shoal and, and deal with the kids or you had to stay home with the kids, but each one was, was almost equally as, as stressful and yeah. you know pressure laden. So staying home with the kids was never stressful because mm -hmm. they could do whatever they did, but it's not like the public, you know, public right. aspect, got to keep them under wraps kind of thing that you have to do at a at temple. I yeah. mean, you know, I would say that Bennett and the kids, you know, when I started at Temple of Zion, you know, in 2006, Corinne was not even a year and a half old and Saul was three and a half, not even three and a half. And Hunter was not even five in it. Like, I don't even, yeah, three, five and one. And I gotta say like, Bennett was such a trooper, like in bringing those kids. Well, I would actually bring the kids to school and Bennett would come from work and, um, you know, it, it, it was really hard to focus on the Bima. And they came like religiously, no pun intended, like twice a month. I think that's pretty huge when you have yeah. such small kids. But I think also the double standard, Matt, of you being a man, myself being a woman, at least, you know, last time I checked. And, you know, <laughs> there was a weird 
double-edged sword that I had to contend with being a woman whose husband is also a professional that, um, you know, there became a, I don't know what it is, but people would be like, you're a doctor's wife and it would just offend me beyond belief. You know, why do you even need to work and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's so, just, so, you, so you really got that? Oh, I, I guess I shouldn't be naive, but I'm still I'm still just oh. amazed even now to hear these stories. And so there's a weird, a weird double standard. I mean, also with just how Matt, you know, we're treated in our shoals. I mean, you're a man. Yeah. You automatically have that white male privilege. You know, I mean, there's a huge gender issue Definitely. in general. Yeah. In general. And people would say, like, how do you feel being a female cantor? Well, like, <laughs> how do you feel about being a human? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, poor Bennett. Like, I, I say poor our spouses. You know, they, they've sometimes witnessed, I'm sure Tali has witnessed some really uncomfortable situations or conversations and. I, don't know. I was like, no, no, I really haven't at all. <laughs> it's really been quite pleasant. I, I, don't can't, I can't think of any like that, but I, I can say that I felt in the past very protective and sometimes overprotective of Matt. Difficult situations where I just felt like he wasn't being treated right. And we would even have it out sometimes because Matt would say, look, it's my job. I will deal with it. I can handle it. You've got to back off. You know, don't think that I can't handle it, but I would get probably because we were so involved in a very different way in their professions, I felt like I was involved even a little bit professionally in how Matt was treated because there was like a little bit of that gray bound, you know, yes, because it's not like, boundaries. it's not like I went to work and came home. It was, right. it was life. It was a lifestyle. Yes. So it was yeah. a 24 hour, you know, so you couldn't help, but be a part of it. It wasn't like, you know, I, Oh, I went to the office the other day and my boss was really, you know, obnoxious or whatever. And I'm just telling you about this, but you know, you live it all the time. Yeah. 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 And, I, and there were times when I, when I definitely had some resentment at, you know, really the time, demands and, and not, not just even time, but the schedule demands like yeah. for a period of time. And again, not, not so much in recent years, but earlier on where like and a vacation was like almost impossible because, you know, Jewish holidays, fine. I got no problem with that. But then any weekend there's a B'nai Mitzvah, that's a problem. There were like 40 B'nai Mitzvah a year. So do the math between 40 B'nai Mitzvah plus <laughs> Jewish holidays and, you know, of course, you know, Shabbat tends to occur on weekends very often, it turns out, like, it became very difficult to figure out a vacation. And and I was happy to kind of meet halfway, but I was kind of like, it's like, well, we can vacation, you know, Monday to Thursday. And I said, well, you know, that kind of makes it hard on me a little bit, because I do tend to work during that part of the week. So there were definitely yeah. resentment issues. You know, I, mean, I, would, I would definitely comment on that piece of it, Bennett, that that was super stressful and has always been an issue is the fact that Matt doesn't have weekends. And, you know, we could never just say, let's just get away for a little weekend. That was always like a big deal for Matt to get away for a weekend. It counted as vacation time, whereas I could get away for a weekend. And also when the kids were little, just having to manage them on the weekends because Matt was always in shawl. So where I said before, like his schedule was wonderful in some ways because he was a very present father and able to be around the kids. There's that other, you know, the flip side of that. I mean, so, what, I mean, Penny and I are basically, you know, as, as clergy, we work opposite schedules in many cases. It's all, you know, pre 
depending on the situation, but it's primarily, you know, afternoons and evenings and weekends, mm -hmm. the opposite time when the rest of the world is working. Right. I'm sorry, Penny, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? You know what? I drank almost my whole old fashioned. <laughs> 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 Penny drinks to forget. Here, Penny, I'm going to pass you my beer here. There you go. You have mine. Okay. Exactly Here's okay. Beer and old fashioned. So, Clink. Clink. There you go. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys what your view is. And I, I have an idea about Tali, although I, I, I wonder if I'll be surprised at the answer, but what your view is on being in the spotlight. Um, and I ask because um, recently, the, the other night, Penny did a Kabbalah Shabbat online. Um, you, you inaugurated a, a Facebook Live uh, program, which was wonderful, by the way, and everyone should go back on Penny's Facebook page and see the archived video. Thank you. If Zuckerberg wants to ever sponsor yeah, Sponsors Kabbalah Shabbat. Really good job. Yeshar Koach. Yeah, yeah, you did a great job. And I saw that Bennett came in and... and um, Corinne and uh, which son was it? Herschel Hunter. Okay, her, okay. So, and you guys came in and oh, you know participated in in you know um, was it candle lighting or kiddish? Or, and yeah, I thought yeah. that was wonderful. And you know, I, I don't do this from home, obviously. I'm, I'm, but I'm just wondering, like Tali, would you ever consider? Would you ever want to be featured as a spotlight? And and has that changed? Because I can't picture it. I If I had suggested something like that 15, 20 years ago, you would have been like, no way. Yeah, that's 100% right. I'm not really sure why. I can't put a finger on it, but I'm definitely, and maybe it's just, you know, being an older person and having a little more presence and, you know, being a professional that um, presents a lot. And so it's it's just like much, much easier for me now to think about being in the spotlight but I wouldn't have minded at all. And I really liked when Penny, when you featured your family, that was really sweet and like very community. That's like yeah, it, was that's really, it was really nice. And I wouldn't mind that at all. And I think it would be really nice if our boys happened to be home and Matt wanted to do something like that for us to be spotlighted. But when I was younger, Oh, yeah. I would never have agreed to that. Hey, new podcast episode. We, we, we did spouses. Let's bring in our kids now. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good oh, idea. Good. Oh, we, we, no. we, actually, we actually could. No. We actually could. We don't really need any more of these. All right, all right, all right but I, I digress. That would be no. really nice to okay. hear their perspective on parents yeah. Yeah. who are clergy. All right, so future future episode. So, Matt, Bennett, what, what about you being in the spotlight? How do you feel about it? Well, so, you know, I never really minded. I mean, for the most part, I didn't feel like I was in the spotlight. I mean, I think the first few years at Penny's last temple, uh, every high holiday, they would always have the rabbis wife would come up and do the candle lighting for Yom Kippur or something like that. And uh, it was funny because it was after several years where the temple was like, oh, maybe we should ask Bennett to do something. And I, I, I could always kind of take it or leave it. I was happy to go up there and read a prayer or whatever, but I didn't need to either. Um, so yeah, it was, it, it was fine. I don't, I don't need to be on the BEMA, but I'm comfortable up there as well too. I mean, it's, you know, I do professionally, I talk in front of people all the time. So I, I'm very comfortable in that. It never bothered me. Right. It, it, it's, you know, it, part of it is that Penny, both you and I are married to professionals. A big time um, professional. So, you know, the, the, so what they say is, you know, would be, would probably be a lot different if, they were traditional, you know, female stay at home spouses. And, you know, so it, it's, and it's interesting how it has evolved over the years. Like Tali, you were saying, um, as we get older, we get a little more confidence of a little more yeah, presence yeah. and, yeah. and we're used to people like looking at us and, right. you know, I, I mean, I, I've 
been at my synagogue for for decades. We were like in our Matt, Matt early twenties. I mean, it was it was amazing. So we were just children. We didn't, you know. Part, we didn't part of it too it. is Matt. We're so much older than everybody else now. So I, I kind of feel like yeah, anyone who's, who's watching, they're like youngsters. So what do I care? It, 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 <laughs> it's completely true. It's so strange. We we used to be always just like the youngest people in the room everyone we knew everyone we we socialized with was 10 15 whatever plus years older than us and now everyone i'm you know i mean the the bar mitzvah parents are in their 30s or it's just 20. it's insane yeah so that that's exactly it there's you know you just get the security of being well i'm you know i'm, I'm seeing the alter cockers yeah the yeah. alter cockers absolutely <laughs> so so we're, we're coming to the end of our session i, I want to thank this is this this was so good that we have to do another one of these. Penny, we, th we, Penny, we this was together. Okay, Penny, this was yeah. your idea. This was your brainchild. Many like months, whatever ago, and I hear Duke in the background, right? Yeah, Duke? Duke. Why the hell is she barking? I don't know, but there there goes Bennett. Um, but um, <laughs> we want to thank you guys, Bennett. You, I know you got to deal with Duke. Okay, but we want to thank you guys for giving up your time and joining us for something that we've been talking about. Um, perhaps we will do another episode. Maybe we'll do families. Maybe we'll do kids or something like that. Um, but oh, oh, I think oh, nice. oh, nice. Okay. Really? And that's, and that's your favorite child, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks um, for having us. Thanks. And, and hopefully we'll see you, you soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll see you soon. What an so, awesome perspective. So, so Penny, what what do you think? I mean, that was that was kind of like amazing. That was amazing to hear. I suspect a lot of the answers, but I was really surprised at, at the perspective. Um, I was really surprised at Tali's perspective. Explain why. Well, I mean, I think it's I think you know, as opposed to as opposed to Bennett, I think for her position as a high level, you know superintendent right, and I, I probably should have explained before i should have introduced that um you know tally is an assistant superintendent she's an educator she's an edd and bennett of course why don't you say what bennett is a bennett is a neurologist no i was saying like I, I you know i think it was di i think it's different i think it's just i think that for tally's you know hearing your wife's perspective um i think that if if i had been married if, to a woman I think that there are certain gender roles that are expected. And so I think that that's why Bennett said what he did about, you know, people just feel like more of an ownership. And mm -hmm. I think it's just also mm -hmm. my personality, like very nurturing, very both giving, you know, uh, you know, approachable. Um, and I think that, you know, it was, it was actually um, heartening to hear Tali speak, speak to that a little bit. Uh, the, the whole the whole gender thing, of course, is I mean, it's it's huge. And we didn't we, we couldn't even really, you know, deal with the tip of the iceberg on this. We, we've talked about it before, but um, I, I think it was just and I think it worked out really well that, you know, we're, we're two genders and, and our spouses are two opposite genders and, and the different perspective that they bring. Incredible. Yep. Yeah. And and. And there's so much more there to explore. Um, so that does bring us to the end of this very special episode. And and Penny, again, I, I I gotta hand it to you because you were the you were the brainchild behind this. This was you you envisioned that we should bring our spouses on for an interview, and it finally happened. Um, yeah. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll do more of this kind of thing. But that was, I, I think, very enlightening for, for everybody. So um, as we close out, we would uh, like to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, and as we always like to say, the next time we get together, the, the drinks, drinks are, are on us. On us.